With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. (laughs) Tom Brady picked the wrong day to retire. He had the news cycle for a good three or four hours. All the retrospectives on Brady's career. NFL Network was running all the great Brady Super Bowls. Brady, 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 Brady. 
and then Brian Flores brings a class action lawsuit against the NFL, and it's, wait a minute, wait, wait, okay, oh, sorry, Tom Brady. You had your time, but really you retired on Saturday, and we knew that already. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go and report on the Brian Flores story now. Congratulations. Thanks for everything. Thanks for the last two decades. But we're moving on because there's another news story that needs our attention. Yeah, but I have all sorts of tributes. I mean, I sent you guys a, a cool video of uh, Tom Brady at an Under Armour event with Vanilla Ice, which I think was really kind of cool. Um, you know, you've got all of the quarterbacks ahead, picked ahead of Brady and the concave chess pictures that go out. And then you got John Bon Jovi. Tom Brady, Brady made me a better singer. Mm. Tom made me a better songwriter, a uh, better leader, uh. seeker, and more driven to succeed while remembering to love what I do. He doesn't know it, but he inspired me and lots of people like me. Thanks, oh, TB12. Look at that. And then he sang, It's my life. <laughs> wow, wow. Like he inspired the whole mouth guitar thing. Wow, wow. You know, that, that whole start to the song. It's all Tom Brady calling out signals. When you get drunk, I'll be the one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith show with my best friend. Mike Harmon. Are you Richie Sambora now? (laughs) (laughs) She showed me a picture of Richie Sambora. Uh, So we have a great Bill Belichick conspiracy theory for you because clearly there is something there in regards to Brian Flores. No, not Tom Brady. Uh, Part of the class action lawsuit that is being brought against the league by Brian Flores is the unfair practices uh, and hirings by the National Football League. He called the Rooney Rule a sham. Uh, The Rooney Rule, which is put in place to ensure interviews for minority head coaching candidates and in the past few years, really, I mean, how much has that helped? Like, I think in the beginning it helped because it helped get Mike Tomlin a gig, uh, you know, to the, be the head coach of the Steelers, I think. But now it's just, hey, if we don't want to hire a black head coach, well, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to interview somebody and then hire somebody else. So really, yeah, it's, well, it's, I think it's, that you know, the numbers that they put in the lawsuit is 15 out of some 129 job. Yeah, it's, a, it's, an, it's an insanely low number. And he's putting out there that there's been uh, uh, illegal practices or sham practices that all the interviews he has had, uh, he was never getting hired and was only getting interviewed to satisfy the Rooney rule. This is part of his class action lawsuit. Now, one of the instances we talked about a few minutes ago on the show, and that was the John Elway part of it, in which Elway, he says, showed up hungover and an hour late to his coaching interview in 2019. Uh, The Giants part of it is a very big deal because part of the evidence that Brian Flores says he has, allegedly this evidence that he has has been all over the the internet today, is that he's got a text message from Bill Belichick. You know, Flores coached under Belichick, coached the defense in in, uh, New England when they won the Super Bowl in 2018, that Belichick sent a text to him that he thought he was sending to Brian Dable congratulating him on getting the Giants job. Now, Brian Dable had interviewed for the Giants gig, and Brian Flores was set to interview in a couple of days. Now, this is the text message exchange from Bill Belichick to Brian Flores, according to this report filed by Flores. Uh, from BB, and uh, as Bill in Brian Flores' phone. Sounds like you have landed. Congrats to exclamation points. Did you hear something I didn't hear from Flores? Giants? 
question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question point, exclamation point. And then Brian Flores said, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Then Belichick allegedly writes back, got it. I hear from Buffalo and the Giants that you're their guy. Hope it works out if you wanted to. And then Flores wrote back, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. And then after thinking about it for a second, saying, wait a minute, Buffalo, the Giants, I'm their guy. I haven't even talked to them. He said, coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure because, you know, Belichick is, is knows Dable as well. Well, he was a part of the staff twice. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, look, the Belichick coach. Which I think some is- folks didn't connect the dots on. Right, right. It's not that I just know him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's been he he was there a couple of times as part of his his NFL journey. He hasn't been there in a few years, but he was there twice. Uh, So then Belichick writes back. Sorry, I blanked this up. I double checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. And then Flores wrote back. Thanks, Bill. These are the screenshots of the text messages from Belichick to Brian Flores, according to these reports. Now, let me throw this out there. Bill Belichick, who has always been the biggest attention-to-detail coach in the history of the game. No detail escapes Belichick. Spygate was because he said, you know, there was such a low percentage chance we could learn anything from that. So we didn't really get... But such an attention-to-detail coach sends the wrong text message to Brian Flores when he was supposed to send it to Brian Dable. I find that a little hard to believe. I find it more than a little plausible that Belichick, still mad at the NFL for Spygate, sent this to Brian Flores knowing full well this could wind up really screwing the NFL. And good luck, Roger Goodell. I, I Really, I look at this and I go... This really has, I would say, maybe a 35% chance of being Belichick saying, I'm screwing the NFL by doing this. Because I, I, I can't, number one, I can't see him, I can't see him using all this punctuation that he does uh, on the text. I can't see him using all the exclamation points and the question marks. It just doesn't seem like it's a Belichick thing. But more than that, just think about this for a second. I don't know how many times in my life I have, I have texted with the wrong person about something. But on the very few times I did, I knew right away when I sent the wrong text. Like, oh, crap, I sent this to the wrong person, right? And right away you're going back and you're seeing it. And it doesn't really happen that often. This is a really serious thing that Belichick knows I want to make sure I'm texting Brian Dable and not Brian Flores. And beyond that, once you hear, once you say, sounds like you landed, congrats, and Flores says, did you hear something I didn't? And Belichick writes back, Giants. And then Flores says, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Doesn't everybody who gets that text say to themselves, oh, wait a minute, well, this doesn't make, wait a minute, wait, what am I going, what, he doesn't get it, oh, I'm texting Brian Flores, not Brian Dable, that's my bad. Any, if I saw that going, wait a minute, I heard you had the gig, I heard you had it, you interview on Thursday, you have a shot at it, wait a minute, you're not hearing anything, you're checking that text right after that going, oh, man, I sent it to the wrong person, instead, Belichick, allegedly, responds with, I hear from Buffalo and the Giants, you're their guy. 
Hope it works out if you want it to. So I'm not only am I not looking at, I am doubling down with, no, no, I hear from Buffalo and the Giants. You are their guy, even though you told me that you hadn't interviewed with them yet. That's a little bit too much to believe. And I know I'm playing internet detective here, but listen, I, I know what it's like, and we all know what it's like when we send a wrong text, when you're checking your, your, your phone for text, when something seems weird, you're checking what it's all about. And instead of looking at it, Belichick's allegedly text back, oh, I hear from that, you're their, you're their guy. And then only after when Flores picks up on it, oh, I thought I was texting Brian Dable. My bad. Sorry about that. BB. And he signs it Bill Belichick. I, it signs it BB for Bill Belichick. Um, that's a lot to believe. And and while, you know, you out there and maybe it, oh, it's a lot. No, I'd put this like a, over, over a 30, 35% chance that this is exactly what it was. And Belichick's doing it for whatever reason he has, whatever axe he has to grind against the NFL. Hey, good luck with that, guys. It's not going to affect me. NFL's not going out of business. I'm here. I'm coaching. I'm great. I'm good. But good luck because you. I still don't remember. Can't forget how you screwed me since Spygate. All right, now good luck with this, NFL, because here's what I'm going to serve up on a plate for you. It is really uh, kind of fun, right? The super sleuthing to this because there's parts of it, right? We go back to the punctuation. We we discussed it a little earlier in the show, but you know, the more you go back and look at the the text as they've been laid out, you're just like, really, really? He's a question and five exclamation point kind of guy. Doesn't strike it. Not just because he's normally not, uh, you know, articulating, you know, and gesturing like a lunatic uh, when he's at a podium, but it just doesn't strike me as, all right, let's fire this off. I'm thinking of the old Seinfeld episode, where this, should this have an exclamation point or not, and big fights falling out of it. But, but yeah, the attention to detail, even if you're into film, you know, no days off, I got to imagine you, you, you caught that he said, I interview on Thursday. Right? Because Dable, by that point, had already talked to them, at least as, as the timeline has been laid out that we're aware of. So it, it does seem that either this really escaped Belichick, which is based on his history, probably unlikely, or he's just trying to take everybody down with him. It's like, all right, I'm going to get implicated. I'm going to have to, you know, kind of nod and and acknowledge a text exchange. But then you get the Giants who beat you a couple times, Roger Goodell who suspended and fined you all and and all the problems that you had through through the league. Yeah, and knowing that it probably sweeps up the Dolphins who are your division rival in the process. Sure, I, I, I can give it a little bit of credence. No, no wackier than any or any other conspiracy theories that we've heard, football or otherwise, in the last two years. So, you know, if nothing else, it's good theater. Look, if if I thought that this, well, look, I'm not going to go looking for a Belichick conspiracy theory, but this is really awkward that this is what comes out from a coach that's always been able to keep a lid on everything that he's going to text the wrong guy and not realize he's texting the wrong guy. You know, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's, it's really stretches a lot of credibility that it what that this wasn't there. Hey, here you go, Brian Flores. That they're, they're, they're screwing you over with the Giants. 
and 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 this is what's happening. Maybe it's Bill, Bill Belichick is getting revenge against all the teams he used to coach or coach there. It, he's got his revenge against the Jets by beating the crap out of them for 20 years. Now the Giants, where his defensive coordinator, I'm, I'm getting against everybody. But I, I really find that hard to believe that it's just, oh, I screwed up the text message. Well, it's also the, the following up on it, right? The, you know, it's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you, right? You know, the hope it works out if you want it to. If you want it to. And, you know, again, more exclamation points. Uh, and then there's – I would love to know what the time frame from – that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you. To where Flores responds with the coach, you know, which one of us are you talking to? Right? Was it an instantaneous? Was that one that marinated a minute? You know, we're looking at the clock. It's it's a, it's literally a two-minute two – difference here so it registers pretty fast hey wait a minute i'm looking back at this and coach uh please explain to me what you're what 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 are you hearing what do you know and now we've got uh this becomes one of the hallmarks to the wigdoorlaw.com wordpress file of 58 pages Mm. A lot of detail, a lot of repetition. There's some pages we can cut out of this uh, if we wanted to uh, run through it with the highlighters, Smith. Uh, I'll tell you what, it gets pretty dry after a while. A lot of legalese, uh, but certainly many accusations. And there's a lot of remedies that the Flores and his legal team put forward, some of which I, I, I guess you're just asking for the moon and hoping a couple of them come through uh, in terms of how the league processes things going forward. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio Studio, 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 Studio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Who wants a mustache, right? So I, I want to say this, Mike, before we go on. I mean, this is very serious. I, I, I want to say this. I have it on pretty good authority. My sources are telling me. I have a lot of sources now. And I, this is, I mean, I did a lot of legwork on this. The new name of the Washington football team is going to be the Commanders. Commanders, not commandos. Commanders. Commanders. Commando, it's going to be the picture of Schwarzenegger from the movie on the front. Uh, Commanders, I have a lot of people that I've talked to about this. uh, Well, it brings in Alyssa Milano, too. Commanders. Yes. Sources. Yes, sources. I I mean, I I don't mind breaking it first here on the show that they're going to be named the Commanders, but I have a a lot of sources that that I trust with this. Oh, I like that. That's good. That that's the way to do reporting in twenty twenty two. I do. What do you got? I got sources. <laughs> and and you could literally hear him shaking the magic eight ball or you're you're consulting your own personal Zoltar. What do you got in the corner over there, Zoltar? <laughs> 
Then I that's how I get my numbers for the games that way. Man. That's how I do the lottery, and that's how I make predictions of the week ahead. Give me a quarter. I got to roll it into its mouth, so it'll give me a give me a fortune. All right, just, just roll it right in there. Uh, so just so you know, the Commanders, and I, I believe it will be announced later on on Wednesday. But I'm I'm giving you a sneak peek right now, Commanders. Well, you know, Joe Theismann tried to let the cat out of the bag a couple of days ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, there's uh, Zapruder film uh, out there, uh, and everybody's trying to figure it out. There were a lot of uh, boxes of merchandise being moved around. So, yeah, getting ready to make a mint. Uh, and, and also, you know, don't forget all the uh, jerseys and the pictures and the T-shirts that people are putting out going, well, since everybody else is its commanders, I've been sitting on this for a few days. Well, you know, yeah, I saw it. It's like, well, if again, if you had it, uh, but, but again, it, you know, this always goes back to, are you afraid of losing access? Because remember, once upon a time, you didn't have nine billion media sources mm. and around town, if you work for a local radio uh, outfit or, or newspaper, that if you were suddenly, you know, potentially uh, on the outs with the general manager, the star player, or the owner themselves, well, suddenly your entity had less access, and now you had to really go to the sources, say, because you had no direct contact, except uh, if you were buying your buddy at the rival paper a beer or two. Now, not quite the same way, but certainly there are still embargo rules that come into play. Now, let me throw this by it. Since we gave you the Bill Belichick conspiracy yeah. theory, you're familiar That's a good ago, theory. Okay? I like that. Since I yeah. gave you that. Ready? Now, here's another one. Teams are always nervous that a new logo or a new nickname is going to tank and it's going to be embarrassing. They have to take it back. Right? They're always worried about yeah, that. Sure. So how much of this was all the name commanders leaked or was it... Hey, if we leak it a couple of places, let's see what the response is on the internet. If it's incredibly awful and there's a backlash for some reason we're not seeing, we can just say, that's not our name, and we're going to reveal our other name. Uh, and if it's okay, all right, hey, no blowback, everything is fine, nobody's upset about anything, Commanders is okay, Commanders, Commanders, Commander, great, Commander. Okay, then we'll go through with our announcement on Wednesday. Give me percentage chance of that, because I would have put that at higher than 35% I gave you for the Belichick. Daniel Snyder doesn't like to spend money mm. like that, so the answer is mm. no. Oh, wow. You really think you really think he's not, not going to go to the wall to spend that money to make sure the nickname is good? No, no. It's the kind of thing to, to lay out a couple. Like, he's already done his focus groups. I've I got to imagine the uh, Washington Commanders, uh, that website is parked, right? Uh, you would think. And now, you know, we can always do the uh, the lookup to see who it's registered to. <laughs> Sorry, I have to get it off my Zoltar page that I was yeah. starting to. <laughs> D. Snyder? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going through the best of <laughs> Twisted Sister while I'm at it. Yes. And TJ... Washington football fans are not going to take. Well, I'm, wor I'm working to commander. I'm working to hire him uh, for our spot during Radio Row, so we have a house band. DJ Washington fans will have to stay hungry for one more day until they find out the name of the new team. DJ. <laughs> All right. Uh, so 
With Brady retiring earlier today, you've heard a lot of conversations about Brady. Where is he on the Mount Rushmore of football players? Is he the greatest quarterback of all time? You know, call right now. You've heard all that, right? So I always like to give you something a little bit different when it comes to stories that broke earlier in the day, and now you've had all day to think about him. Look, you know Brady. You know some of the big play, the big plays he's been responsible for, the big wins. Um, but just a couple of other things that, that stick out to me mostly from Brady that I will always remember. And it's just me, and it's just me watching him for 20 years and things that just absolutely amaze me. Uh, the first one is, is a little bit easy. It's, you know, look, w- whenever there was less than two minutes left to go, I never thought he was going to fail. I mean, never. I never at one point thought, okay, well, we got him here. We got him pinned down at the eleven. There's 57 seconds left. He's not getting down the field, and Brady would get down the field and score. I always thought he would get down the field and score. I never at one time, never one time that I think he's not going to do it. You, you, need, you need to score with, like, no time left where all Brady has is a couple of heaves at the end of the game to do it. And not only would Brady always score, he would always score and leave you no time left on the clock. There was never, boy, Brady. I don't think you've ever heard the phrase, Brady left too much time on the clock. I don't think that was ever said in the history of the NFL. But I always thought he was going to make it. And I always thought in less than two minutes he was going to find a way. And maybe they don't win the game, but at least they tie it and they go to overtime where Brady's going to wind up winning it at some point. I'm really glad Gascon's not here because he'd be going, he's no John Elway. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. I'm just saying, you know, there, there certainly throws that in. Uh, for me, I am really going to miss all the belly aching about Tom Brady, his age, right, everything. 44-year-old Tom Brady uh, and, and belly aching about him winning and not going away and whatever else. Like, if you couldn't celebrate someone pushing the limits of how long you can be great in a sport, right? The rest of the, the world, people work into their 60s, 70s, 80s, Hell, some in, into their 90s, right? We celebrated the life and career of uh, Carl Reiner a couple of months ago who was still doing, you know, appearances into his late late 90s. But for sports, when you start getting past 40, right, why Andrew Whitworth is such a big deal playing for the Rams in the Super Bowl. It's a 40-year-old offensive lineman, right? And, and when we look at Brady and everybody that came – right before him, with him, and in the years after, every one of them retired, right? And this year you saw the end of that 2004 class. Last year it was Breeze from from the 2001 class and, and Rodgers pondering the meaning of life from the 2005 class. Unfortunately, Alex Smith is done. I mean, you're looking at a, a whole era of his contemporaries that went down, and most of them went down terribly. Now, Smith, unfortunately, his injuries uh, would have been interesting if San Francisco ever had some a semblance of consistency early on instead of changing coaches and coordinators every year. Uh, but that was his fate, unfortunately. Roethlisberger, we saw the shot chart like we do with Steph Curry on a, on a big night, and we saw that he didn't push the ball beyond five yards very often. Breeze, well, kind of much the same. Philip Rivers was throwing the ball underhand, yet he was still being called. Hey, you want to maybe want to come back and play if things really go to hell for us? Uh, so like, you, you just go through, and and it's just uh, the end of an era. And Eli Manning is now a comedian, 
and pundit, well, yes, we knew. Right? We knew. So, we knew their future was in comedy after. The well, but I knew he was yeah. there. Like I, I always had great hopes for Eli and said, "Look out, he's the sneaky, funny one." And now he is. I mean, Peyton did a great job on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Don't get me wrong, uh, with the Emily and Paris jokes, but you know, all those guys are gone, and, and to to lose Brady, it's it's a loss of. Uh, well, folks uh, of a certain age, and, and now the kids are, are taking over. And I, I, I don't want the kids to take over because I've seen a lot of the kids. And, they, and, and not, not in football, but in life. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Do it for the children. What about the children? <laughs> Save the children. You know what about the children? Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, look, the, the couple other things that, that stand out to me about Brady, and, and, and this is different from all oh, this throw, this, 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 that. Um, two things that I always am, am, am so impressed by. And the first one is part of the, the two-minute drive is that how fast, how unbelievably fast, and he did this better than anybody in the history of the NFL. There's things he's done better than anybody. How fast after a completion in the middle of the field, Brady got the team to the line of scrimmage, quick hike, and spike. It's amazing how few seconds come off the clock. And certainly there's teams that do that better than others. I mean, the Cowboys clearly are the worst at it. Uh, there's teams that do it better than others. But Brady, and, and part of it is the, is the game planning by Belichick and be, being able to, to everybody know where they're lining up. But it was so incredibly fast. Here's a gain of 15 yards, and within three seconds, everybody is up on the line, and Brady gets them set for that split second you need to be set, and then it's a grab and a spike. And hardly any time comes off the clock. And you look up and you go, wow, he caught that ball with 45 seconds left to go. And usually there's a 10-second runoff, a 12-second runoff, and they're, and they're spiking it at 40 seconds. So each play, Brady is probably saving five more seconds than maybe every other team would. So over the course of a drive, maybe he is saving 15 game seconds on the clock. I mean, that's really something. I mean, you watch, you watch how fast he gets the team up there and bangs spike, and it's Oh, my God. I mean, most teams, the quarterback is yelling and moving, and people are, no, you're up on the line. No, you're off the line. No, you're here. You're this. And the center's turning around. Do I snap it to you? And you're waiting. And he would snap it, and, and, and then, you know, four or five more seconds come off the clock. And the way that Brady was able to do that, so unbelievably impressive. Yeah, I would go to the the fact that other than a couple of obvious outliers, when you're looking at Moss and Gronkowski, maybe this has been said and isn't treading new ground, is, you know, we talk about our elite quarterbacks and their need to elevate others in the game. Now, sometimes you're blessed, right? Joe Burrow, had they've assembled a really nice cast of players for him. Doesn't mean he's not taking them to a whole other level, but when you have Chase and Higgins and Boyd, uh, and before he got hurt, Uzama uh, at tight end and mixing in the backfield, you got a really good cast. With the Patriots, it was a lot of mixing and matching and, and guys that fit the suit and the role that they needed. Here's the guy running, you know, downs one and two here's James White who does a little bit of everything excels as a receiver out of the backfield wide receiving core sorry a lot of a lot of jags and guys that may have never found their niche with other teams the, their usage in New England inspired a lot of teams to kind of look at the position differently and now you have a, a bunch of guys starring that otherwise wouldn't they, you know always reticent to just throw the term Jags on guys because look they're still professional football players but you know you, you have you've had a lot of guys that were fairly interchangeable 
and doesn't take anything away from the accomplishments of Welker and Edelman uh, and some of those guys that worked the seam uh, for the, the Patriots. But the elevation of those guys and the titles and division titles and dominance for all those years, you know, that that's just the feather in Brady and the system's cap. Mm. Uh, and I'll tell you the last thing uh, the Jets and the Jets with Mike Harmon. You all the Jets, the Jets have always stunk. I mean, come on, it's like the entire. That's why I'm not going to miss Brady because he just absolutely kept the Jets down for two bleeping decades. I'm not going to miss him at all. I'm glad he's retired. I'm glad tonight's Funny. the last night I have to talk about him. He I'm was so one glad. of very, very. Uh, <laughs> A very extensive list of factors that kept so the glad. Jets down. He was yeah, just but if them. I can say he's the main one, it makes me sleep better at night. Okay, uh, well that's key. The other thing that was always and it, 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 it was maddeningly effective is the Brady sneak. Whenever mm-hmm, it was sure. it was third and one or fourth and one, and and the Patriots would you know oh they're going to go for it they would get up to the line of scrimmage they would set really fast and Brady would always get the snap and would go low to the side of the center and always get the first down always their their decision making to go for it was never something that was debated there was never we're going to wait we're going to call a timeout we're going to talk about this because I want to talk about it and then a team can set up the defense the way they want to they can put the the linebackers up in the in the gaps and and suddenly you can't sneak it for a first down look at Matthew Stafford against the the 49ers on Sunday but it was always fourth and one go sneak and it was right up to the line and the the defense is still trying to figure things out and you got a couple of defensive linemen and there's a gap and Brady would always go low and slither for the first down. He never didn't make it. And not once. The, uh, every, and it was so frustrating because you had, okay, fourth and one, ooh, we could stop. No, I can already see Brady's going to sneak for the first down. He would, cause, and and the, the one thing is that it was always even more frustrating for me is I could always tell because he was always leaned further over than he was taking a snap. Like he, he, would, he would buy himself that little bit more room by, but that he wouldn't have to worry about going forward. I could always tell just by his body language and how he had it, Brady's going to sneak this. This is a sneak, this is a sneak, and Brady would sneak because he always would line up a little bit more forward, which is really difficult to see when you're on the field and you're a defensive lineman and you're, you're staring at. But when you see it on the sideline on TV, you could see Brady was always a little bit more forward and you knew he was going to get it and just go. Like he had it in his hands. There was no weight. There was no moving. It was get it, and I'm kind of falling and sliding at the same time. I mean, it's, it's, actual, it's absolute perfection how he was able to do that for all those years. No, nicely done. I, I, I think the, the last thing uh, for me in, in this process is that there's no more guessing of, of whether he's going to continue on. So to that, <laughs> while it's, it's no nice answer. radio and nice theories, at least for the moment, until July anyway, uh, it, it so ends uh, all the speculative speculation. Now, there's spinoffs to this as to what happens with the rest of the squad, parts sold off, coaches and coaches and waiting and whatever else. But for us, it's it's the end of 20 plus years of chronicling a man's life, which, you know, is we we wouldn't pay attention like you know like, oh that guy had a great career wow he played that long because we do that in the nba that guy was still playing wow that's amazing uh <laughs> no this guy was still dominating at 45 and he provided us hope so right now a lot of sports fans you know what grab another beer it's over be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Take off your uniform. Today, we got to watch a quarterback wave a tearful goodbye to his team. 
Oh, but it wasn't Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember the big debate a day ago was, oh, the Niners certainly have a debate. They could keep Jimmy. No, you can't keep Jimmy, A, because he stinks, B, because you got to be able to give Trey Lance a chance to show that you knew what you were doing when you drafted him, and C, Jimmy Garoppolo stinks. Okay, so- <laughs> A and C are bad points, and you're fired. And B, you, look, just because you draft a guy doesn't mean he gets to play. My desk is littered with cards of guys that were drafted as the next Brady by the Patriots, and most of them never saw it down so in the Jared, NFL. That Jared Stidham rookie uh, is just kind of sitting still. You got Stidham's. You. Uh, you got the Kevin O'Connell's. Uh, c- congratulations on the job interviews. Hey, but maybe now it's going to be worth something. <laughs> Yeah, you might get that buck for it now. But but the point being, you know, there have been a lot of guys drafted for many, many a year that after a, a year of evaluation, not necessarily drafted in the top ten of a draft, mind you, uh, but to where you say, you know what, this is may not be the guy that's, that's right for our offense. And I'm not saying that that's the case with Trey Lance as much as people kept posting uh, photos of him running around the sideline and trying to make sure he was in sight lines of anybody as they were making changes uh so here's jimmy garoppolo who did a press conference today and got a little uh, let's say wistful when it came to thinking about his time with the niners because as he talks about he thinks it's probably over he's going to be on a new team Steelers. uh so let's (laughs) listen to jimmy garoppolo saying goodbye to everybody as he walks out the door most likely to another team Steelers. I'll miss you guys. Thank you guys again. Faithful, thank you very much for everything. It's been crazy, man. Just uh, all the comebacks at Levi's, comebacks on the road, ups and downs. It's been a hell of a ride, guys. Wait, 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 wait. I stop, 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 stop. Wait, wait. That sounds like he's, it sounds like the end of a high school speech. All the ups and downs, the great comebacks at Levi's. Yeah. Hey, let, let's have some. Well, good, remember uh, the dances. Yeah. <laughs> Tyshirt, let's hear it again and let, let's hear some good. Yeah, there we go. There's some good sad high school music. All right, now play Garoppolo again. <laughs> I'll miss you guys. Thank you guys again. Faithful, thank you very much for everything. It's been crazy, man. Just, uh, all the comebacks at Levi's, comebacks on the road, ups and downs. It's been a hell of a ride, guys. I love you guys. So, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> see how it all ties together? He's got a lighter in his hand by San Francisco. See ya. Oh, I remember Bodine Bakery. Oh, I remember the Fisherman's Wharf. Ghirardelli Square. Visits to Alcatraz. We will always have the Presidio. <laughs> the really hot section of the stadium where it's so incredible. hot. What in the stadium? <laughs> the what hot did you say? The stadium. The, the hot section the hot of the stadium. Of the stadium. Yeah, Tysher, you heard what I heard there, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. The hot yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the stadium. The Saying he was section. getting it on in the stadium. I said, did not say that. It's not a oh. Kiara Mia reference, yes. I don't think. Was it? <laughs> Uh, no, I meant that, you know, because the stadium's hot. It's hot. <laughs> okay. I'm in the hot, the hot section of the stadium. Are you now in the sun or are now, you not? Where are you sitting? Now, now, I'm not, now I'm not thinking of, you know, sad high school times, all those great times we had. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all the ups and downs at Levi's, all the times I got sacked, all the touchdowns I threw. Oh, this was such a great time. Now I'm moving on, going to college next year. I don't know what it's going to be. Going away from home for the first time. Going to miss you all. Uh, I don't know. My girlfriend and I are going to do the long distance thing, but I don't know that it's going to work. It's probably going to break up with me sometime around October. She's going to meet some guy at a frat party. <laughs> oh, my life is ending. It's not going to be good anymore. Uh, my parents already are giving my room away to my little brother. It's going to be so sad. I got to come back and sleep in the basement when I come back for winter break. Oh, it's going to be so sad. That's oh, not going to be the same. <laughs> All the great comebacks at Levi's. Uh, look, look what you did to Jimmy. You reduced him to a whiny, <laughs> sniveling. Sure, he was at the top but of that's his class. What it sounded but it, like. you're making it sound like he got hey atomic guys. wedgied on a on a daily basis. Like, like the faithful was. Hey, that was the, that was the sixth grade lunch group, right? You know, faithful. <laughs> hey, remember the. And here's the latest tune by the faithful. They they played all our dances. <laughs> remember the big bonfire party at the beach back in the summer of '19. That was so great. Now we're all going our separate ways, man. First time we going... snuck into shows along the Embarcadero. <laughs> now I got to go to Pittsburgh where it's going to be snowy and cold like all the time. And they're going to hate me because I'm not Roethlisberger because he's got Super Bowls and I don't. Uh, it's, I'm not going to Tampa because they don't want me. Oh, this is it, man. Goodbye. Wow, making them. <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. After high school, man. Uh, can't make it, man. Goodbye, Levi's. My buddy Ben Maller's coming up next. Maller rules, Fox. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.